Welcome to Lighthouse Chapel International, Columbus, Ohio. We invite you to discover the life-changing anointed word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Gilbert Asamoah. Reverend Gilbert Asamoah is a well-seasoned minister who serves as the General Overseer of the Raccoon Diocese in Lighthouse Chapel International, USA. Founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills with over 1,800 branches worldwide. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Every day when we drive around, we go up and down, He gives us new traveling mercies. Every day as we buy things to eat, as we just move around in the day and in the system of God, He protects us from harm. No poisonous food gets us out. No poisonous, no, we don't have any food sicknesses. It's just the doing of the Lord. Every day the infections that can attack us, the, the diseases that can come at us, all the germs and viruses and things in the atmosphere, the Lord puts a shield around us. He puts a shield around us. He puts a shield around us to keep us in good health. 
to keep us in good health, to keep us under His favor. Ah, you've not, you've not lost your job, you've not lost your mind, you've not lost your sanity. It's just the doing of the Lord. Just acknowledge His hand. Let's acknowledge His hand. His mercies are truly new, are truly new. He doesn't remember it from yesterday. He gives us new mercies every day. New mercies every day. New mercies every day. We thank you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. We thank you, O God, that today we had great mercies. And tomorrow, Lord, oh God, you are giving us brand new mercies, brand new blessings, brand new favor, God. We exalt you, Jesus. There are new, there are new every morning. One more time, great is that faithfulness, and great is that faithfulness, oh Lord, great is that faithfulness, and I will, I will bless the Lord, oh and give him all the glory for me I will I will bless his name oh and give and give him all the glory I will bless yeah I will, I will bless the Lord and give, and give Him all the glory. I will, I will bless His name and give the glory oh rain I will I will I, I will I will bless the Lord and give all the glory oh rain I will I will bless his name And give him all, and give him all the glory. Oh Lord, we give you all the glory. We give you, we give you, we give you all the glory. Lord, we give. You, we give you, we give you all the glory. We give you, Lord, and give you all the glory. We give you, Lord, we give you all the glory. Let's just be blessing His name. Let's just keep magnifying His name. Let's even thank Him for our salvation. Let's thank Him for our opportunity to be gathered in His presence. We've thanked Him for His protection. We've thanked Him for, for already taking care of us. But let's thank Him specially that we can, we can be drawn close to Him. That we can come before His throne of grace. That we can come and be fed and be fed and be nourished. That we can come and all our fears and doubts to be driven away. That we can come and the word of God, that 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 powerful word of God will be preached unto our souls, preached unto our hearts. That transforming word, the word that changes, the word that refines, 
the word that then baptizes and takes us to another level. Oh, Matoli Brasandele Kibaba, Rekomondele Blessi, Rekimantandele Bosoni Kibaba, Ilabose Kaba, Ilantandele Brosoni Brekimapa, Ilande Brosoni Brekimantele Brosoniba, Ibalabalo Brosoniha, Ilablanzeni Kimayaba, Ibantoli Brekimantazeni Bele Bele Bo, Remontuli Brasa, we thank you, Jesus, Manteli Blessi, Abele Bene Brosumaba. Rekama ni nivle komozon di nivala bababa Ibla toli brasan deneha Remozon di nivama baba Rekondo nivle kimata zeneha We thank you Jesus, we thank you Jesus Rekomondo nivle kimata lebrokosuneha Imata lebelebele kizana balabalabodisa Rekozon nivle kimata bela Iatandele besiha Reoto nivle si apandose we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Matoli bleki makabose a ilatele brosoni bleki mapa babose ibrazini blakonti zeni blebi apaba batinika ilekamatoni brasikaba ilantandele broko bokosote ilabrantele broko boroborosokete ilebele bresi kimapandele kimaba. We give you glory, Jesus. We honor your name, Jesus. We give you glory, Jesus. We honor your name, Jesus, oh God. An awesome God. How great thou art. Oh, you are God. Mighty are your name. We stand in awe of your holiness, oh Lord, we bow and worship Him. Awesome God, awesome God, how great Thou art. And you are God, mighty are your miracles. We stand in awe of your holiness. Oh Lord, we bow and worship you. Awesome God, awesome God. Oh, how great thou art, Lord, you are God, mighty are your miracles, we stand in awe of your holiness, Lord, we are and worship. You are the awesome God, awesome God. Oh, how great Thou art, Lord. You are God, mighty are Your miracles. We stand in awe of Your holiness, Lord. We. And worship, we bow and worship you, Lord. We bow and worship, we bow to give you all the praise, Lord. We bow and worship, we bow, we bow, we bow, Lord. We bow. And worship you. Be magnified, oh Lord. Oh, you are highly exalted, and there is nothing you. 
Sometimes we believe in that life that you were unable to help me. Oh, but now, oh Lord, I see my wrong. We see our wrong. Heal my heart and show yourself strong. My song, oh Lord, be my yeah, oh Lord, be my. I have made you too small, oh, I have made you too small in my heart, oh, oh Lord. Forgive me, Lord, and I have, I have believed, Lord, I have believed, I have believed lies, lies about you, God. Oh, that you were unable to help me, yeah, but now, oh, Lord, I see my wrong. My heart and show yourself strong, and in my eyes and with my song, oh Lord, be magnified, oh Lord, be magnified. Oh Lord, hey, hey. you are highly exalted, and there is nothing you can do. Oh, oh, oh Lord, my eyes are wrong. There around you, Lord, be magnified, yeah. Oh, Lord, be magnified, be magnified, be magnified. Oh, Jesus, oh, you are highly Exalted, and there is nothing you can't do. Oh, 
of the Lord for a moment. Just acknowledge their master. He's magnified in this place. The Bible says if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your awesome presence here, O God. We thank you that you are mighty. You are mighty and you are magnified in our midst, O God. We exalt your holy name. Lord, if there are lies that we have believed about you, O God, forgive us forgive us if you have thought that you were unable to help us god forgive us oh god and we have leaned on our understanding and leaned on our might and not leaned on you jesus forgive us lord and restore us to the place where you want us to be tonight oh god may we see you for who you are may we see you for who you are oh god and all that you are mighty provider mighty god awesome father militant warrior that is who you are oh god May we see you as who you are, O oh God. May we exalt your name in our midst tonight. May we never, never leave this place the same, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. May we be blessed and refreshed by the mighty name of Jesus. We exalt you. We thank you, Lord. Take control of the rest of our service, O oh God. May we be blessed because we came. Anoint the man of God for tonight, O oh Lord. And may we be ministered unto through him. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. 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 Are we excited in the house? Let's put our hands together. Let's keep putting our hands together as we welcome God's anointed servant for this house, for the raccoon diocese. You are worthy, O Lord. You are wonderful. You are worthy, O Lord. You are wonderful. You are worthy, O Lord. You are wonderful. You are worthy, O Lord. qualified us to stand before you to hear your holy precious words. May you bless this word, Lord. Reignite our passion, our faith, our strength, our eagerness. Renew us, dear Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may take your seats. As Pastor Francis loves to say, you, you may sit down on your enemies. Amen. We thank the Lord. Powerful. We want to start a new series about the can-do man. The can-do man. So, it is going to be entitled 25 Statements of a Can-do Man. 25 Statements of a Can-do Man. It's coming from a series Bishop preached many years ago. Um, if you have the Art of Leadership book, it is also in that book. But open with me to Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Well, first, let's open to Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 26. Genesis 1 and verse 26. If you are there, you can read it for us. Okay, they have it right here. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have what? Dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. 
Alright. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he created he created him. Male and female, he created them. Let's add 28. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Hallelujah. So let's go back to verse 26. Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Hallelujah. Now, um, when we were talking about, you know, in the Feeding 527 series on Tuesday, Jesus is anointed for you. One of the emphasis that I kept on making was the Trinity, the interactions among the Trinity. Hallelujah. Because from the Trinity is how we learn community and communion and union. Hallelujah. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, they are always cooperating and working with each other. Is that not so? And so this verse when it says, let us make man in our image, is that Trinity is having an internal dialogue among themselves. Is that not so? But the emphasis I want to place here now is that of all the things God created, you know, go back and read Genesis chapter 1, the entire Genesis chapter 1, and look at the, the sequence of creation. You are going to discover that mankind is a unique creation. Hallelujah. We, we, we are very unique. Because all the things he created, he just spoke. Hallelujah. I mean, first he commanded light to shine into the darkness. And then the same, the first day he separated light from darkness. Is that not so? So that's, that happened on the first day. It looks like if you look back, starting from when man was created on a sixth day and you're looking back, you can see that everything that is being done is being prepared for man to come and take over. Hallelujah. And so, first, light shines out of darkness, and then he separates light from darkness. He calls the light day, he calls the darkness night. That was the first day. Meanwhile, the sun was created on the fourth day. So, um, how do you have a day without the sun? But that's another message. Hallelujah. The light that was proclaimed on the first day was not the natural light. It's spiritual, it's, it's spiritual light because the sun was created on the fourth day. Okay, day two, he created, he separated the waters above from the waters below. And then, and then, and then in between the two waters, he created heaven. So heaven is like the expanse that separates the um, waters above from waters below. Hallelujah. And then he commanded on the third day, he commanded all the waters on the ground to gather together. Separate themselves so that they became seas. All right. And then he says, he commanded the, the dry ground to emerge. Hallelujah. That's a picture of resurrection right there on the third day. It's a forecast and a prophecy about the resurrection because out of that gloom and darkness, now solid ground has emerged. Is that not so? And then he commanded the um, vegetation and things to come. Amen. Okay. Also on the third day. Because... I mean, he just spoke and then they came out. And then on the fourth day, he created the stars, the, the, the sun, the moon, and all those things. Okay. Now, animals were also created on the sixth day. The, the mammals were also created. The, the birds were created on a different day, but other animals were created on the sixth day. So, if you look at the timing, you may say, you know, people say that our closest cousins are the apes. Amen. From a natural evolution perspective. But none of those creatures that God say, let us create them in our image. Are you listening to me? So we are, we are believers. We are not, we are not uh, um, natural scientists. Our point of reference is this verse. That, that when we begin to have a conversation about man's potential, Okay, let's start with that. Man's potential. What human beings are able to do. We start from the template of the fact that we were created in the image of God. And, and, and since God is the creator, since God is the one who, the Bible says in Romans chapter 4, he's able to call for the things that be not as though they were. So in the mind of God, there are no impossibilities. Hallelujah. And then, and then he dreamed, he, he dreamed, of, of something that does not exist. And then he called it forth. 
And so if you and I have been created in the image of God, then chances are that we have the same, the same powers. Hallelujah. That's why people are able to create. I, I heard of um, Bill Gates when he was in, uh, in college. And um, he started thinking of the windows, the windows environment. He started thinking of that. And he started imagining it. And, and later, in later years, he was being interviewed. How come he was able to drop school to go and pursue this dream? And then he made a statement that he said, I saw a future that was, that was craving to be made manifest. Do you get it? He saw something. He said that he, he felt like if he doesn't jump on and create it, somebody will likely go and get it. So he decided to jump out and go and do it. And, and throughout history, you're going to find out that that ability to create is inherent in man. And so as we begin to study the can-do man, you know, I, I, want to evoke, I want to evoke two parts of you. Okay, as you are sitting here, everybody here is a believer. So you are, there, there, there are remnants of the old creation, which we are reading about. This is the original creation. Amen. Like, like before the fall. This is before the fall. Okay. Now, you, somebody could argue that, okay, so after the fall happened, you know, man created in the image of God, right, um, lost some of our attributes or some of, the, some of the creative powers that was given to man. Is, is that not so? Yeah. I mean, it's evident, that, it's evident that some of the things that the original man was able to do, we are now still recovering. Hallelujah. But then, but then in the new creation, we know that in Christ, we have been created again. He said, he said if anyone be in Christ, he's what? A new creation, which also says a new species of being, which, which means that Darwin's category of uh, species, we, we are not on that list. <laughs> Amen. Are you there? Because it's a, it's, a, it's a combo, it's a combination of an earthly being and a heavenly being. Because of Christ, we share in the divinity of God. Hallelujah. All this is to say that as we begin to talk about the can-do man, man, because of the fall and because of the limitations that we are used to in the natural order, we are, our mindset has been groomed and prepared to quit, to, to give up, to say, I can't. Hallelujah. But you can't say, I can't. Because, you see, even if in the original creation there was a fall, now as a believer, there is what? The new creation. And in the new creation, you have, you have, you have new powers that did not even exist in Adam. Hallelujah. So, let's turn our Bibles to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. We are talking about 25 statements of a can-do man. And the goal is that we are all going to make our mind... I pray that after this series, our minds will be renewed and we will become can-do people. Hallelujah. Because, you see, there is a wave. There is, there is a frequency level you need to operate in order to participate in certain things. There's a, there's a wave and a frequency. But the majority of the masses are operating at a different level, at a lower level. But God, through Christ, wants to emancipate you. And everything starts the way you think. Hallelujah. The scripture says, as a man thinketh, so is he. So what you think of yourself is what you become. A friend of mine used to tell me, in this country, I had, I had just come like a year or two. He said, in this country, if you are a dog, they will shoot you. If you are a lion, they will feed you. <laughs> so, so, so make yourself a lion so they will feed you. But if, they, if you hold yourself as a dog, uh, 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 that's how they will receive you. You'll be, you'll be shot. Amen. All right, so... Um, let's start with verse number 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, we use this scripture to counsel people to take good control of our thought life. And please, my friends, we, the, other, uh, the partner scripture is 2 Corinthians 10 where it says, take every thought captive. We need to understand that who you are and what you are capable of, a lot of it depends on you. We may not want to admit it. There's a lot of things that are outside of your control. 
But you see, you cannot be blamed for something that is outside of your control. But the part that is within your control, nobody can blame you by yourself. And the starting point is renewal of mind. Hallelujah. Somehow, we have the legacy of how we have been groomed in the world, still lingering on and still controlling us. And Christ is telling us that whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praise worthy, anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. On this list is the positive, is the positive aspect of all the bad things we think about. Hallelujah. So, whatever things are true, and the true one is what, probably what I would dwell on because we think a lot of things about us that are not true. You think of yourself that you are not worthy. Or you think of yourself that you are, you are, you are, you are at a certain place which is not in Christ. So, so there are two, two uh, extremes. Whereby somebody think of themselves that they are somewhere, but they are not factoring Christ as part of it. It's like the, it's like the woman who has, whose husband survived the earthquake and she was being interviewed. How do you think your husband stayed? There, there was, a, what do you call it? Within the rubble, I think after three days or seven days. And, and when he came out and he survived and they were interviewing her, how do you think the husband, husband survived? He said, oh, my husband is what? A strong world man. Do you get it? And, and so he survived on the basis of on the strong. So you may be strong world, but if it is not in Christ, that strong world will crumble. And, and that, at that time, the man was still in coma. He was alive, but he was in coma. When he came out of coma and the journalist went to interview him, as if he and the wife have had a discussion. <laughs> How did you survive? He said, I'm a very strong world man. I came from a long line of strong world people. <laughs> Amen. He ended up dying, by the way. He didn't give glory to God. But what I'm saying is that whatever things are true, the true or, or the false can be false in terms of putting yourself down, thinking you can't, you don't have the ability. Do you get it? Or it can also be that you're thinking too high of yourself but not giving God the glory. Hallelujah. Bishop said one day he took a, he was on a plane uh, from Europe to Ghana and he was, uh, I think, uh, I don't know what that, w- w- business class or, or something, and he, he happened to be sitting near a former minister of state in a previous government. He, they were sitting together and they started having a conversation. An elderly man and Bishop said, you know, as they were talking, as they were talking, the man realized the Bishop was very wise. Then he asked him, what is your, how old are you? Do you get it? Bishop was just over 40 or something. The man said, you are very, you are a whole lot wiser than your age. And Bishop said he smiled and he looked down like this. And then the man turned and said, you are supposed to say by the grace of God. Don't just collect, <laughs> don't just collect that and just smile. You are supposed to say, but yes, thank you by the grace of God. Amen. Bishop said it himself, you know. You have to attribute, so whatever is true, whatever is true, good about you is because of Christ. But then the other, actually my, 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 my drift is more towards the other side. Whereby, whereby we have low self-worth things with thoughts we have about ourselves. Self-limiting thoughts, which it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Okay? Okay. Um, all right. Let's move to the next verse. The things which you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, this, this do, and the God of peace will be with you. Hallelujah. But I, rejo- but I, I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now, at last, your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. So he's writing to the Philippians. Keep in mind, the Philippians were a very giving church. Amen. They were a church that supported Paul's ministry. And he's now referring to them that, you know, I'm rejoicing that you are now caring for me like you used to. And he said, not that you didn't want to, but you lacked opportunity. Okay? Not that I speak in regard to need. For I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. You see, as we are talking about the can-do man, it is at different levels as to what you, you are able to do. Hallelujah. Okay. So Paul is saying that I have learned. So as he, he said, as I'm talk, going to talk about giving, as I'm going to talk about giving, 
don't you make the mistake to think that I, I'm talking about giving because I, I need something. He said, no. He said, I have, I have gotten accustomed to how to live within my means. And I'm content with that. Next verse. I know how to be what? Abased. Or brought low. And I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to serve a need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Okay, so we are going to pause here for now. You realize that, you know, wonder what Paul, Paul was writing a letter to the Philippians, right? And, and in the letter, how many write letters and, and divide it into with, with numbers? Now, when you're writing a letter, this was a, a whole passage. It was later divided by the church fathers with, with, with verses, broken into verses for easy um, segmentation and study. Hallelujah. So when Paul was writing, verse 13 and 12, everything was flowing together. So verse 13, which we all love to use. I even hear, what's his name? Evander Holyfield. Well, that was one of his favorite verses. Is he the one who beat my cousin? Was he the one? Yeah, he beat his ear. That's right. So, <laughs> my cousin was saying, I can do all things, including biting people's ears. <laughs> So, so, you see, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That verse is like an axiom. It, it's, it's like, it's, like, it's, like the, it's one of the founding, foundational verses for this series. But I want you to get it, the context within which it was first used in this. It was in the context of giving and, and, and also of how to be happy. Because the previous verse, verse talk about how Paul said, I have learned to be happy. Go back to verse uh, number well, maybe, um, can, can we read it in the New Living Translation? I'm just curious how a modern translation will put it. Verse 11 to 13, Philippians 4. Okay, not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to get along happily, whether I have much or little. So Paul is describing his survival skills. He's describing, he's describing how, how, his dependency is not on things. There is an internal happiness within him. Because as you're talking about the can-do man, the can-do that pertains to somebody's life maybe just how to be happy. There are some people who cannot just ever get happy. Do you get it? Because when we're talking about the can-do man, for somebody, it is like, okay, I need to start a business. And maybe I, I, I think I can't. This series will help you do what? Start a business. And for another person... Is I cannot keep friends. That's what I think. Every friend I have, they, they desert me. And so this series is supposed to help you what? Be able to keep friends. For some people, people find me, um, you know, people, people, don't, people don't think that I'm reliable. Do you get it? People have a certain notion about me. I have a bad reputation and I need to change that. But for somebody else, that what they think they cannot do is that in life, nothing makes them happy. And what people don't realize is that often the problem is not about what you have and what you don't have. Because people who cannot be happy, no matter what, every point in time, they are looking for the next thing that will make them happy. Do you get it? The whole thing is that there's an internal engine that is broken. So, so we are trying to go do this to, 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 to set the tone that the Can Do Man series is not just about grabbing things. It's not just about physical material things. It cuts across everything that people are finding hard to achieve. Hallelujah. Is it about ministry? Is it about prayer? Whatever it is, whatever you find difficult to do. So as we go through the series, begin to think about things that you are struggling with. Because in order for it to be relevant and practical, you know, we are talking about 25 statements of what they can do, man. Now, everybody has an area of life they are trying to break into or to break out of so so it's very focused and very specific for every individual hallelujah but in the context in which that verse 30 was originally used for i can do everything with the help of christ who gives me the strength i need and he said that right after saying for i i know how to live on almost nothing is that a good example <laughs> i know how to live on almost nothing or with everything 
I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. Amen. Have you ever visited somebody? One time we visited somebody that um, we were spending the night. And, you know, I mean, the usual thing that some of us are used to is that when you wake up, the breakfast is served. Or if breakfast is not served, uh, brunch is served around 11 ish, right? So that at least you can make it like breakfast and lunch. We woke up, Sister Sophia, and people are going up and down, up and down, up and down. Hey, what's happening? We are, we, we are, we are watching what's going on. We, we, are, we are visitors. And you know some people, uh, they are visitors, but they have a certain boldness. They just go to the fridge. Me, I'm not like that. My wife is not like that. We can't do that. Do you get it? So, we are, then we began to notice that it's not the practice here that they actually serve food. <laughs> Amen. So, this scripture had to kick in. <laughs> that, that, what are you going to do? You have to be happy. Feel happy. You, 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 shouldn't, you shouldn't be there and go like this. And that, because, you see, when people are hungry, eh? when people are hungry, different people behave differently. Some people, when they are hungry, they don't want to talk. Yes. If you, if you bring more conversation and you, say, you ask them a question, they give you short, short answers. You get it. <laughs> Too much energy. And then if you press on, because you see, see that what is really going on is that they are angry. Hungry and angry. But, 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 but they can't show the anger. So then they decide to control their talking so that it doesn't come out. So if you keep talking, trying to engage in conversation, at a point, the anger will come out. <laughs> but you need to learn the scripture. You should know how to what? Live on almost nothing. Because, you see, we've been saying, I can do all things through Christ. We've been quoting the scripture. But you may find yourself in a situation where what you thought you deserved was not given to you. Are you going to be angry? Papa Hagan, he wants to preach somewhere. He said that, he said that, I think the host pastor forgot that I existed. <laughs> they didn't give him any food for dinner. It's like he's at, you see, if you've arrived somewhere, right, like arrived like 10 p.m., people can assume that you've already ate. Do you get it? But he arrived right around dinner time, 5.30, and nobody served him any food. And he's going to spend the night and he's going to preach. He said he, he, said he languished on his bed. From one to one. And then he said from that day, every time he was going to preach, he puts cookies in his bag. So Bishop Dark, he learned it from Papa Hagar. If you heard Bishop Dark talking about it, he said that's how he learned it. Amen. As a visiting minister, you should prepare. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah, but are you going to get angry and say, I won't preach? No, you should be content. You should, you should, you should want. I know how to live on almost nothing. As a Christian, eh? A heart of gratitude is one thing that will serve you well. Because you can see, you can see differences in even how you are saved. But if you are doing the work of the Lord, or if you are living for people, that's when different things will detect you how you, like it shouldn't make a difference. You, you should rather cut them a salad that maybe they, they just don't know how to do hospitality. Um, but he, he said he went somewhere. He didn't have heat in his room. He said he goes to the living room, there's heat in the middle of the night. But the room they put him in, there was no heat. <laughs> and it was winter. Amen. You, you just have to cuddle yourself. You, you, you don't freak out. You just need to know that this is just temporary. Life is full of such situations. There are people also who, they are so used to poverty that when you put something nice before them, they can't enjoy that one too is a disease. Paul said, I know how to what? Abase and I know how to abound. Hallelujah. Okay, so um, this is by way of introduction. We didn't really get into our message. 25 statements of a can-do man. Hallelujah. But I wanted you to grab that verse, Philippians 4.13, that I can do all things, whatever it is. I can do all things, whatever it is, through Christ who strengthens you. The scripture that, there's a scripture that says, let what the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. 
as you are saying, I am strong, you are, you are weak. You, you, you are feeling the weakness. But you are supposed to say something contrary to how you are feeling. Because you are not just a homo sapiens, a human being with senses. You are homo pneumatica. You are a spiritual being. Hallelujah. And so, your point of reference, remember last week, I was referring to the probability of taking a ball out. Do you get it? Blue balls and red balls. At a point, I thought of that, but I didn't get to it. What is the probability of 10 balls, uh, uh, 6 um, blue balls, 4 red balls? And now, the probability of getting a green ball out is what? Zero. Is that not so? But then, when you are in Christ, the point of reference and the, the, the possibilities expand to everything and anything. Hallelujah. So, now, let's get these points down. 25 statements of a can-do man. Point number one. All things are possible. That is the first statement of the can-do man. 25 statements of a can-do man. All things are possible. So, before you say... So, that a can-do man starts with this notion that all things are possible. A person, a person who is not a can-do man, they start with things are not possible, and then they work towards the possible. Do you get it? But you will start from all things are possible. Hallelujah. There is, a, there is a, 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 pro, there's a verse in Proverbs that says that the lazy person says there's a lion in the way. Like, <laughs> go, and, go and get me this. He said there's a lion in the way. Because you're always thinking of reasons why not. But it's a whole shift in our thinking. And Kandu man has a whole different shift in their thinking. And the, and the angel, Angel Gabriel told Maria, in, in I think Luke chapter 1 verse 37, let's look at that scripture. The Kandu man's first statement, all things are possible. As you can see, these series are about faith. And you're going to discover, you're going to discover that the ingredients for the Christian life is faith. A friend of mine asked uh, Prophet, uh, uh, Prophet uh, Kakra that some of the prophetic statements that he makes, does he actually see it? Or does he always see it? Or God tells him, or he, does he hear or see? He told him a lot of it is not seen or heard, but it is by an inspiration of faith, an utterance of faith. Hallelujah. And so you see, every level of your Christian life, you are going to need to walk by faith. And it becomes the material that you cannot go without. It's like living in the U.S. without dollars. Amen. <laughs> Amen. The Christian life is a life of faith. For nothing is impossible with God. Let's refer to New King James. Nothing is impossible with God. So that's the first statement of the can-do man. Another verse here is Mark 9, 23. So 25 statements of a can-do man. Now, point number one is all things are possible. All things are possible. Jesus said to him, if you can believe all things, if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes. So look at, look at the two scriptures. The Luke 137 scripture, right? It says, with God, all things are what? Possible. With God, all things are possible. And then the Mark scripture says, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Okay. So, so what is common about the two verses? All things are possible. Yeah, all things are possible is in two, both verses. Is that not so? But what is different about the two? The Luke one says what? Okay, so this one says to him who believes. So the person who qualifies for all things possible to work for them is to what? To him who believes. So it's talking about faith. Do you get it? But the Luke scripture says, what is the thing that it says? It says with God, all things are possible. But you and I are not God. So if, if we only stand by that scripture, to God all things are possible, and you detach yourself from your personal involvement, do you get it? Then okay, if God wants to do something, he will do it. I mean, that's up to him. So in other words, you, you, you are detached yourself from the activity. Because if it is all up to God, it's obvious. To God all things are possible. He created the world out of nothing. He can do anything. Amen. And so, and so the connecting point, even when you go back to Luke, the connecting point, the thing that made, the thing that made, um, this, that uh, Luke 137, that, that statement was prompted by Maria's question. Maria said, I know not a man. Do you get it? And then you, the, the angel spoke about the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit. 
Like what we are talking about is not going to be by natural means. It's going to be something out of the natural order. And so with that, she said, with God, all things are possible. And then uh, Maria said, um, what's the next verse? Verse 38. Or oh, is that the last verse? Can't it be. Okay. Verse 38. Then Mary said, behold, the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So between that declaration with God, all things are possible, and Mary stating, making that statement, the contract was sealed. Because one was that, what God is capable of doing. The other one was, I believe. Because you see, when you believe, Mark 9, when you believe, you and God are brought into the same zone. Do you get it? You are brought into the same zone that you can transact business. By your believing, you are brought into the same frequency as God. And so what God is able to do now begins to happen in your life. But a can-do person, the, a statement a can-do person makes all the time to the, himself. And you see, before you even say it to others, you see, that's the thing. Often, people can say things, but that's not what is in their hearts. So I'm not even beginning to talk about what you say outwardly. What you say to yourself to begin with, the, can, the 25 statements, the first one, all things are possible. That all things are possible statement, we are not even talking yet about what you say outwardly. Yeah, you would eventually say it outwardly. But then, what do you say to yourself? What do you tell yourself? Hallelujah. You must tell yourself all things are possible. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Let's add one, one more and then we will call it a day. Second statement of the can-do man. We are talking about 25 statements of a can-do man. Second statement, let us work hard. Hallelujah. You see, if all things are possible, then it brings a certain energy. Do you get it? There, there, is, there is an inspiration moment. Because when, when there is a, when there is um, you think something is possible, it releases a certain energy. But if you think something is not possible, you, you, you won't even try hard to work at it. Are you there? Because in your mind, you already feel defeated. But I believe Evan the Holy Spirit, I, I think he went into, the, he went into the, the, the ring with a mind that I'm already a champion. That I can beat this guy. Do you get it? He went there already deciding ahead of time that I can do this. And so that doesn't mean that when you say all things are possible, uh, it doesn't mean that you would, you, you would slack off. No, rather, it rather ignites a certain energy. Because you see, how many know all of us have reserve energy that you don't know of. Even scientists are saying that we use, in terms of our natural abilities, we use a small fraction of it. A lot of it is dormant because there has not been, there has not been the, the, the right thing that will ignite it. Look at the, the, the couple that saw Jesus on the resurrection morning. That they said they were tired and they were urging Jesus to come home and sleep. The one that were going from Emmaus to another city or uh, another city to Emmaus. They said it was late. It was late. It was tired. Jesus come and sleep. One day brought Jesus home and Jesus broke bread and had communion with them. The Bible said their eyes were open and they noticed it was Jesus. And at that moment that they saw it was Jesus, Jesus disappeared. But then immediately they ran off to Jerusalem that night, that very night. They ran off. Where did that strength come from? Because a certain exhilaration and passion which was in reserve has now appeared. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, you, you tell people we are going out to do something that they are not interested in. They will say, I'm tired. But the moment you mention something that, <laughs> something, something that they are excited about, some energy is released. Hallelujah. So hard work, the, the can-do person is not a wishing, somebody who just wishes things. But they work hard. And the reason why they have energy to work hard is because they believe it's possible. Hallelujah. Let's look at the scripture that um, Jesus said. John chapter 9, and we are going to close there. The reason why the can-do person works hard also is that they, they, they believe they are work operating within, operating within um, a certain time frame. Now, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? There are people who are always looking, trying to get explanation for things. Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. 
verse 4. Then he made this statement. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. So the other thing about the can-do man is that he knows that there is a time frame within which he has to work. Hallelujah. That it is not forever. It's not a, 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 in a sweet by and by forever. He's, the work, work has a time frame within which you should work. Hallelujah. You know, recently Bishop had a camp called 25 to what? 50. And he was quoting from Leviticus. And then he was talking about the Levitical priesthood. The normal time for people to serve, the Levites to serve in the temple was between the ages of 25 and 50. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, so um, from 25 to 50, that is the active period of your life. Do you get it? Now, after 50, the Levites can still work by, he, he used a term. He said that they become what? Gatekeepers. <laughs> after 50, the Levites is like gate. And the bishop said, that means that you become a security guard. That means that you protect the work of God from infiltrators. So, that, so in terms of the church, for instance, the elderly fathers in the church, it's like, you know, in essence, he's saying, give the young people a chance to work because they have a lot of energy. And then at a point, even if you are not actively doing something, you then become someone who guards the work of God for the generations to come. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? And so, please, keep, let's keep in mind that the can-do person, they work hard. And they work hard because they know it's possible and also because they know there is a time limit to the time that you can work. He said, the night cometh. When no one can work. Put your hands together unto the Lord. Let's rise and let's bring the Lord an offering. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you make us all can do men and women. Father, renew our strength. Renew our, our, our zeal. Renew our passion. And as we give towards your work, Lord, multiply it and cause your children to do well in the land. In the name of Jesus. Amen.